I'm Tyler. Sea bass. Sea bass. Sea bass. Sea bass. Sea bass. Dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery's. The difference is I will win. That's it. Oh my God, the audio is already so different. <laughs> And I'm Jacob Mir Mir Padilla. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did last time. <laughs> Consistency. Yes. Kat Dennings, maybe one of the best parts of the first two movies. Yes. Lover. Mm-hmm. The interns in. What time. else do I like about the first two movies? Uh, you like learning to walk again. That's and true. Uh, you like. Uh, I don't know what else you really liked about the first movie, honestly. Doctor. Alan Grant. <laughs> My second favorite doctor. My favorite doctor is Dr. Eric Selvig. Of course. Local nudist in this. Local bad boy. Local bad boy had a god in his head. <laughs> this is the franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Today we are talking Thor the Dark World. Whew. Oh, bless you. The ether's just spilling oh. out of your nose. It's all a surprise to Jacob. He didn't know why he was here. He didn't know what we were doing, but we are joined for the ninth time on this podcast. The ninth time? Nine? Dang. What about Jacob Padilla. <laughs> you thought it was five, really? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I thought it was like nine. five, two. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. It is cool. You're cool. Oh, thanks. Thor's cool. He is. We'll decide Sip if this is movie cool. is cool. Who? Sif, Lady Sif. A oh, Sif yeah, Lord. yeah. The She's Sith cool. are cool. <laughs> Sif's cool. A <laughs> Sith Lord. <laughs> I didn't say it on that episode, but I just really want to point out how Samuel Jackson says, a Sith Lord? Like, he's, like, so surprised. It's like, they haven't even been looking for the Sith the whole time. A Sith Lord? <laughs> I don't believe it. You can't. Then our worst feels have been realized. Ooh. Kit Fister will die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The ether's in my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Connery actively has uh, the ether. Ether nineteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> recording right next to him. <laughs> I have ether nineteen. Oh, this is our plague ship episode. Oh makes, good. Makes but sense. luckily, our our plague ship also shoots uh, big blaster bullets when the dark elves attack. Thank so God. Convenient. That part was cool, right? I got my dagger starship ready to destroy all of Asgard. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, here we are. In the ether. <laughs> Are you guys ready to talk about this like bloated mon- CGI monstrosity of a movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, there's. I think this movie looks good. Sometimes. This movie, this movie looks good. Yeah. Um, mm. We got to talk mm. about <laughs> Thor, too. You know, this, this movie was a good reason why I wanted to cover Thor, because I think the franchise changes so much. That is very true. Between two and three, especially. I forgot how much, like, the first one this is. Where it's just like, oh, there's some humor, but it's mostly like tragic and dark. Yeah, they're trying it's like to improve on what they were trying to do on the first one, but they don't. They just do slid backwards. Well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like supposed to be more dramatic, and it's like, hey, let's get the director who did a lot of Game of Thrones episodes and uh, Alan um, Taylor. Yeah, I think he directed. I'm probably wrong. I think he directed the season two finale when they're trying to attack uh, King's Landing. Oh, and then. Tyrion uses the wildfire. The wildfire on them. Yeah, I can't believe I still remember that. I don't. I haven't seen it. Thanks for the spoiler. You're welcome. Well, you, you know, know what happens to Daenerys. You know what happens <laughs> to Daenerys, right? <laughs> she kisses a wolf. Thank, thank you for joining us, Jacob. <laughs> You're very welcome for the ninth time. 
Uh, um, it is the <laughs> it is the tenth and final episode uh, <laughs> of Jacob Padilla. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so gonna, <laughs> we end him tonight. Kit Fisto dies tonight. <laughs> 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 we all join a big Halloween kills like mob <laughs> to take out Jacob. Oh man! Um, no, it was the set. It, 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 he did do the the season two. Uh, final episode. Oh, shit. Wow. But, yeah. you know, before we talk about Alan Taylor and <laughs> Thor the Dark World, <laughs> we have to do our usual segment of What's New? <laughs> Thank you, Connor and Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> Had a little, the whammy bar on that one. <laughs> I know. Huh? That's a guitar hero. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. like really <laughs> nailing on it as you're playing <laughs> the chords. <laughs> This is What's New, our segment where we talk about anything new that we've been consuming, mostly media, I guess sometimes snacks. <laughs> yeah, we've talked <laughs> about snacks before, it's true. Um, you don't say. But yeah, mostly movies, video games, art, TV, any, you know. Yeah, the usual. Why do I always over-explain what media is? I don't know, you're scared. We're gonna s- <laughs> I am scared. <laughs> We're going to send this in a golden vinyl up into the uh, outer space. So. I was going to say, this is going to go inside the space pods. <laughs> yeah, so, so the Asgardians don't destroy us. The National Archives, right? We are not gods. We just live for thousands of years and definitely might be. <laughs> what is uh, what does Odin say about humans? Like they're like they're pointless or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like a blip of a mind. It's a heartbeat. So they don't matter. Just <laughs> super mean. All right. Anyways, Jacob Padilla, Jacob Arthur Padilla. What's oh. new with you, Jacob? Arthurian Padilla. Oh. Right, Wayne. The legend, legend of the king. <laughs> <laughs> the legend of the king. Oh, uh, what's new with me? Uh, I've been loving the Obi Wan show. Man, that was oh. a great season finale. Ba bum. <laughs> Can you believe the thing that happened in the end? I can't believe it. I really was hoping that would happen, and oh, I can't believe part. something else happened. The part where Darth Maul teams up with Droopy McCool. <laughs> And they start the coolest, like, white stripes, like, duo band. What do you think when Jar Jar came back with a new chain lightsaber? Holy, I I gotta say, I was flabbergasted. Uh, I said uh, seven whoopee? (laughs) Seven whoopee. (laughs) Um, We're all saying this because we're recording a little ahead of time here. Mm, We've seen up to episode four so far, but you can only imagine that it gets better and better. Because it seems like the show's getting better and better. Yeah. Uh, So, hey, future past... uh, we're in a weird days of future paths <laughs> franchise. Yeah, that, thank you. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> just like uh, Wolverine finally being able to fight Magneto, and then getting s- closed off with rebar and thrown. He had he has wooden bones or whatever. Oh, bone, he has bone, bone bones. <laughs> He's you know the medical he has term. Bony bones. <laughs> then, you know, just metal rods. Uh, but that's a story for another time. Um, yes. Tell us about your thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi, the new Disney Plus show. Very much been enjoying it. I love, I lo- oh, bless you. I'm sorry you don't like it. Uh, <laughs> very much love seeing Ewan McGregor again. I like almost teared up when, I f- when you officially see him in the first episode when it pans up and there's Obi-Wan again. Mm. Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan again ever since 2005. I was like, oh my God, it's happening. What is the first shot you see him in? Because I just imagine him at like the meat packing. Plant. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay. That's the it's meat like pack. It's going up from when he's cutting the the thing, and then it goes up, and you see Ewan McGregor again, finally officially as Obi Wan Kenobi. And uh, yeah, that those first two episodes could have been put in one, but you know it's fine. And yeah, uh, yeah I've been just really enjoying it, really enjoying the characters. 
a little bit of a slow burn, but yeah, I don't I don't really mind. It's I'm just looking forward to it every week. Yeah, what I can say is, boy, my initial comments on the season sure aged well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with all the all the uh, um, problems of the internet. Oh, I don't. Think <laughs> you were being mean to her about her race, though. Yeah, yeah, no. It's yeah, I know. Exactly. Y'all just had issues with her, the character, which were understandable. That's kind of what the character was going for. I, I literally think, listened to that episode as soon as that <laughs> cropped up to like double check if we were being assholes. I'm like, I don't think we're being assholes. Like, we're just nah. curious what she's gonna do next. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is, which is really like I told you, Connor. Even we were talking about. It, mm-hmm. Just, I feel like she's like gonna have an arc, and good characters got arcs. So mm-hmm. yeah, again, won't age well, but I'm sure more of her character will be revealed and why yeah. she's looking for Obi Wan and everything yeah, by the exactly. end of this. Because we're on episode four, and I was like kind of expecting for there to be like a small lightsaber fight between them or something at the end when they're mm-hmm. escaping. Yeah. Uh, but it's also totally fine. I like I like this episode a lot. I totally was not expecting a duel with Darth Vader to happen so soon. No, yeah. Yeah, right. He's <laughs> yeah. like a phantom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Was, and then yeah, I was like, like a demon. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm processing this all the way, but it's <laughs> happening. Yeah, because it happens so fast, too. Yeah, exactly. And then he like just... Scares Obi Wan. Obi Wan runs away. I know. Away. He's, he's like, like ah! <laughs> "Fuck! I gotta go. High ground. Where is he?" Yeah, just running. Yeah, he's really bailing. Doesn't he even yeah. like ignite his lightsaber and then uh, like yeah, unignite and then runs. it and then runs away. Yeah, he yeah. turns it on, then turns it off and runs. Well, that is the responsible thing to do with a lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna run with that thing. Good to turn it off. Yeah, and just uh, yeah, that whole fight in the third third episode with with uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader is. It's very intense. It's really cool. Yeah, it's and a hard follow-up for the next episode, for sure. Oh, yeah. And just, the, like, I, I didn't expect for there to be such, like, direct vengeance, and that I thought that was very well done. Mm-hmm. Just like Obi-Wan's arms were well done. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Uh, <laughs> Got him! Uh, uh, oh! <laughs> the roast of Obi-Wan Kenobi! <laughs> I never knew his back and arms were all burnt, but... Apparently they are now. We never see under his robes. We That's never do. not canon. How dare you? I How need a full body violate. inspection. Of they <laughs> they deleted that scene from the New Hope of the sex scene. So <laughs> when he reveals his burned body, is like the same thing happened to me that happened to your dad <laughs> and your uncle and aunt. And your oh uncle God! Aunt. <laughs> but I wasn't that sad when they died because your uncle would roast me every day emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> so he was physically roasted. Yeah. Oh God. Mentally and physically. Poor Owen. He's just Ironic. trying to keep that kid safe. It's really. I laughed at their funeral. <laughs> I immediately suggested Luke leave his home once I found out they died. Finally, my last roadblock relieved. <laughs> that is stuff I like a lot about Obi Wan's character in A New Hope. He's yeah. just like, I don't think he's totally like, <laughs> totally in the right, and I think they do that well. Mm-hmm. In this show, too. and He's so excited that he can train Luke. He's like, let's get out of town. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Like, in the show, you know, he's talking to Owen. He's like, when the time is right, the boy must be trained. And, like, Owen's just, like, very mad about it. It's like, yeah, lack of uh, hindsight there. Owen? <laughs> uh, Obi-Wan, too. Obi-Wan, yeah. I don't know. Is there anything specifically you want to bring up about episode four, Jacob? A passionate jailbreak? Freaking Obi-Wan being a bamf. Doing what Vader does kind of in a smaller way in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. In an Obi-Wan way? In an Obi-Wan way. I never played Fallen Order. Uh, Vader holds back a whole tide of water in the underground Inquisition place, too. Oh, like the final level, right? Yeah. Oh, well, Obi-Wan did it better. Does he wear an (laughs) awesome smock? No, Vader doesn't need a smock. (laughs) (laughs) 
but it's awesome. That <laughs> well, what color is the smock? I wore a orange one, I believe, orange and white one. Cool. Oh, good, mm-hmm. good. But yeah, Obi Wan's back in his like the similar to his robes, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's back just like more worn down. Yeah. So is Leia still annoying to you, Connery? Or? No, she okay. stopped being annoying to me at episode three. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. good, good. I decided I liked her in episode three. I was, I was like, this is fine now. She's cool. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. I think I, <laughs> I have always liked her, but she is less annoying now. But mm-hmm. it's also like she's a kid. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's like she's equal yes. parts annoying, and sometimes you really like her, and she's really cute. And then mm-hmm. other times she's annoying a little bit. It's like, yeah. uh, you mean like children? No, <laughs> like like children are sometimes. Children yes. aren't like yes. always 100% like wonderful beings to be around. Like, exactly. And I think that's okay to say. Hey, my know? future children, if you're listening to this, you're annoying sometimes. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Tell me, tell me, tell me in 20 years. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> tell me in 20 years when you listen to this. <laughs> very good. Uh, but yeah, just good stuff. I'm very much looking forward to the last two Yeah, I just episodes. Wanted, I wanted Obi-Wan to beat up one of the Inquisitors. I did too. Oh yeah, but definitely. I do want him to own like one of those. I want him one to of them. smash Dome Hat Man. I, I need that <laughs> thing knocked off his head. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's got to go. He's got to <laughs> go. <laughs> There's a lot of parts in episode four, too, where it's just like more like the connective tissue of scenes, I think, where it's just like things happen really quickly mm-hmm. and like up to the point where yeah, they're trying to escape and they're in the hangar and <laughs> Leia's like underneath his robe. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's mind tricking everybody. <laughs> that, that, was that one was really dumb. <laughs> that and I'm like, maybe he's that was great. <laughs> oh no! I think Obi Wan should have put her on top of him and oh, yeah? like b- do a big trench coat Ooh, since like it looks maybe. like she's really tall. Yeah, but with well, it's a tiny head. Yeah, it's so, it was just the just the visual. I even yeah. made a tweet about because somebody like yeah. mentioned that that was I was rolling on the ground laughing. The, the tweet I retweeted. And I was like, that was some Who Framed Roger Rabbit shit yeah, <laughs> that was really going was. on right there. I was like, I'm going to ignore this. I'm just going to. I'm <laughs> okay, just gonna be they're like, doing that. I'm just like, they're doing it. It's working. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. It's fine. And like, this isn't ruining it for me. Because they it's, get it's, caught anyway, so yeah. they figure. <laughs> yeah. I I, I liked um, Reva's encounter with Leia, too, because... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of like an annoyed big sister with her little <laughs> sister sort of vibes. Yeah, I like, thought. she's not gonna torture her right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, if I was an Inquisitor, I'm like, oh, well, straight to the torture chamber. <laughs> um, and... Because I, I think the thing is that it hasn't been revealed yet. Maybe it will be or whatever that, like, she was one of the apprentices in the first episode. That's what everybody's guessing, yeah. it seems. Oh, what? Yeah, in the beginning of the first episode in the Jedi Temple when Order 66 is happening Ew. in that one shot. What was that weird prison thing? I should have looked this up by now, but... Isn't that oh. It's, it's the Inquisitorius or something like that. I was like trying that. to look for uh, Easter eggs, but I didn't... Yeah. I couldn't find I thought anything. you maybe knew some of the people in the Amber. I was like, no. can't we retire telling me like, yeah, Flim Flam Fooby or like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Flim Flam Fooby. None of them were Flim Flam Fooby, unfortunately. Damn it. Who, is, who is a real character? I was waiting <laughs> for them to show somebody. I was like, No! <laughs> I was, I, was, no. <laughs> I was waiting for them to show like a Rebels or Clone Wars deep cut, but no. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Maybe they did. They kept a child. Yeah. yeah. Why'd they keep a child in Amber? That's sensitive. not even a trophy. Flame Flam Flooby. They're going to make. <laughs> the name of Chewbacca's grandfather. <laughs> they're going to make clones of all of them. And then uh, they're going to make an amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> More on Mountain. <laughs> more, on, more on mountain. Yeah, that's what we're going. More for. on mountain dominion. <laughs> 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 
maybe that kid is Starkiller. Oh my oh, god! Man. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just know the guy who voices Starkiller just all the time because he voices Darth yeah. Maul now too. Oh, He's cool. just always shouting Kenobi on Twitter. <laughs> show. I'm like, guy, okay, we Calm get down. it. Yeah. Like, that ended three years ago. But he wants to be in it. Maybe he will be. Do in you think it. he does like a cameo thing on the, the cameo thing that exists, where he does that for like money at people's birthdays? Oh, sure. for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. Ahmed Best is doing it, which he did for me. Uh-huh. Then most likely Ooh. he is doing that. Just like uh, hello, just want to say happy birthday to Jason, and uh, you know, just always remember who is terrible. Kenobi. Oh, I thought he was gonna be like Jacoby. Oh, that'd be better. <laughs> like something like that. He should do that. I'm gonna pay him. Do you have any other what's new, Jacob, or should we move on? We can move on. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show. Good. <laughs> Streaming on Disney+. Plus. Of course. Sponsor Coming them. soon to video and DVD. <laughs> 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 to VHS. And right. Well, no, you said it right. Laser disc. Oh, and I saw that Heat's going to be released on 4K. Ah. So now I'm going to have to buy it again. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, Connery. Yes, I do. Yeah, he does. It's a curse. <laughs> have it you is. watched Tokyo it Vice is. at all? I haven't. Is that good? I haven't watched it either. Yeah, same. I kind of saw a couple articles that was a little problematic, but I, I don't know. But it looks cool. looks like Japanese heat. Hmm. It has Ken Watanabe. I kind of want to watch it just for him. Yeah. Ansel, El- Ansel Elgort is kind of ruining it for me. Um, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It's one of those things, yeah, where I'm just like, I will get around to it yeah. because it's Michael Mann, but we'll yeah. report back. I was just curious. No, I haven't seen it. For the man heads out there. Man, yeah. the the man's men. Yeah, <laughs> real man's man. Nice. Connery, what's new with you? Uh, what's new with me? After watching this movie, I decided that I needed to watch a horror movie for some reason. I don't know why. Hmm. So maybe because the movie horrified me, and I was like, I need to be horrified in the right way. So Ooh. I watched a movie called Night House that I remembered I really wanted to watch at one point. The one with Rebecca Hall, right? Yes. I did not know her name. I was hoping one of you would. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, because I think she's very pretty, and uh, she she's and a good actress as well. And she I'll, is. And it's pretty much just like her. First and foremost. <laughs> very pretty and a good actress. <laughs> now she's validated. Anyway, so go. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned the other thing. <laughs> second. Second. Whatever. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Tyler's crusade to cancel Connery just always <laughs> entertains uh, ever me. Ever present. <laughs> His we did co-hosts. not talk about how handsome Obi-Wan is. <laughs> right. Which, well, just goes very. without saying. <laughs> He's very handsome. He's a beautiful man. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> so, Night House. Anyway, Night House. It's a night I house. Find, I like the actress. I think she's very good. And I happen yes. to find her attractive. Yes. So, I watched it. Not necessary to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Go I can't on. I can't wait to interject everything you say. Um, <laughs> I'll nitpick through your sentences too. It'll be fun. I'll help right. you. Um I'll help you. <laughs> but anyway, so uh it's basically about a uh a couple and she her husband commits suicide and she doesn't know why. And I guess he built her this beautiful lake house and she lives there. And it kind of first is just about her being sad, and maybe her house is haunted by her husband, and uh, also the woman from uh, what's it called, uh, Barry, um, the main, the leading woman in that, the blonde girl. Yeah, the blonde girl. Um, I forgot her name. I did too, but, but I know who you're talking about. But she's very good. I like her a lot as well. Oh, cool. I thought it was funny because um, 
the main woman's character's name is Beth, and the blonde woman's name is Beth and Barry. So I'm like, they they like swap names. Nice. Which is like Beth. What are you doing? I'm like, hey, you're named Beth. Sarah Goldberg. Sarah Goldberg. Oh, she's fantastic as well. I guess she's in The Dark Knight Rises. She is. I don't know. There's a lot of people that are in The Dark Knight Rises. That's true. Is she one of the numerous police people running around? Probably. It's like every time I watch The Dark Knight Rises, I'm like, hey, that's blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm like Andy <laughs> Garcia. Andy <laughs> Garcia. <laughs> but uh, what was it? So yeah, basically it, it's at first it's that, and then it ends up being this mystery of being like, oh no, they're like, I guess she had dark thoughts, and she died. She like, clinically died when she was young, and then like was brought back. You're like, what was on the other side? And she was like, there's nothing, like there's nothing on the other side. It's just like a tunnel, and that presence followed her back, I guess, and like crept into her husband and was like. I am basically it's this thing is like I maybe think of your arc in a Starship Paul where like he she literally is fighting this thing called the nothing. Oh shit. <laughs> where it was literally just except it was just literally like this like creepy house <clears throat> that apparently like her husband built on the other side of the lake uh-huh. and he would basically like feed it these other women to like keep it away from her. What the freak? And then eventually he just succumbs to it where he's like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I heard the twist was very good. The twist is very, very good. And like basically the monster is just in like the silhouettes of like different things. So it's like a corner of something and a doorway and like a curving piece of furniture makes the silhouette of a body or a face. And I was like, that's really cool. Or like that her cool. her looking up and like seeing like the silhouette of a face in like the house. Like it's all really cool kind of like creepy. perspective and creepier. I was like, yeah. this is really good to like do something called nothing without be like opaque, invisible thing attacking her. Yeah. Where it's like this kind of like the house is literally like attacking her, which I was like, this is scary and cool. And uh, you know, she wins in the end, but then like at I like what the, cost? I will, not really it doesn't really have a cost, but it's definitely like she's oh. still struggling with it. Right. Because her friend saves her from committing suicide in the end on this like boat mm-hmm. and this little rowboat in the middle of the lake. And then they're like, it's okay. Like her and her other friends say, okay, I'd say there's like, there's nothing there. And she, and she's looking at the boat and she goes, I know. And you see like kind of like the reflective of the water kind of makes like the pattern of a silhouette of somebody sitting in the boat. Oh, and I was like, she's like, there is nothing there. <laughs> Dang. So I really enjoyed that movie. I was kind of surprised. And then I watched a movie called antlers, which I did not enjoy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Didn't, uh, GDT produced that one? He did, yeah. That's why I was really interested. Oh, I was in thinking it. horns. Yeah, no, I like horns. I like horns a lot. I was like, Danny Rad? I, lo- I, I think we were talking about Danny Radcliffe for Jurassic Park yeah. the other week, and I was like, love horns. And I do love horns, but Antlers is uh, very weird. It didn't really grab me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, the trailers didn't seem appealing. Yeah, it's just very sad. and uh, very it looks de- sad. Yeah, it's very depressing. It's not really so much about monster as much as like, as um, what's it called? As Nighthouse was to depression, Antlers was to drug addiction. <laughs> I see. Yeah, interesting. Mm. I saw on my HBO Max that the Nighthouse was being watched, so I assume Tyler and you were watching the Nighthouse. Did you also <laughs> watch the Nighthouse? Nobody was watching the Nighthouse. <laughs> Nothing. Oh my god! I don't. I'm on. Our, I'm not on your HBO. I have my own. No, I know. Just oh. Tyler. I share my account with Tyler and Were you Martin really watching the Nighthouse? Don't tell the internet that we share an account. Oh. Netflix will be mad. <laughs> <laughs> WB's coming now. They're going to track us down. <laughs> um, 
I was going to wait for Connery to be like, so Tyler, what's new with you? And it's like, well, I also watched The Night House. Okay, well, go. I'm, I'm really interested. We should, why didn't you just tell me early? We could have done a whole discussion. Because I wanted it to be like, so what's new with you? And then, but it's okay. Okay, go for it. It well, was yeah. going to be an expertly done segue. Uh, and then I which just... Which I do every single time. <laughs> and then Perfectly. I just fucked it up per usual. No, it's okay. It was a perfect it's phone okay. call. I was trying to be sneaky. Mm, sneaky, sneaky, But sir. I was sneakily watching things on your HBO Max account. <laughs> So, Tyler, what's new with you? Uh, I watched The Night House on HBO Max. <laughs> what did um, you think? Starring Rebecca Hall, who's in <laughs> Iron Man 3 and Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, okay, there you go. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes, of, she is. We've covered Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember her in that movie because I don't remember much of that movie. <laughs> She's Kong's like handler pretty much, other than like the little girl, remember? I right, just right. remembered that now, now that you mentioned it, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is she in Iron Man 3? She's uh Pepper's um, assistant. No, she's um the villain's assistant. She's the one who develops the extremist strain oh. that gives um Aldrich um Guy Pierce the powers and all the stupidity. What do you like better, Jacob? The ex extremist strain or the aether? <laughs> The the ether you mean yeah yeah <laughs> ether oh I don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I, uh, um yeah I watched the night house and uh, yeah I watched it with Lily and uh we I, I I think we both thought the same thing I'll just say what I thought because oh, she's yeah, not yeah, here please, yeah. even though hey, she yo. is a secret third co-host huh? um <laughs> hi Lily uh, <laughs> hi Lily she's definitely listening to the Thor the Dark World episode of course well, she I know ask. she's exclusively listening to if it if she wants to hear my opinion about Nighthouse, <laughs> <laughs> she asked me earlier so what does Jake what does Jacob think about Thor the Dark World I'm like you have to listen to the episode <laughs> and she's like no, no. yes <laughs> Lily. she didn't say no she didn't say no oh okay good who knows if she'll listen anyway Nighthouse. <laughs> I really liked the first half of it, and it was really build up. It was really fascinating. Just yeah. like, oh, what? There's like a house on the other side mm-hmm. of the island, uh, the other side of the lake. It's like, okay, so like you think he was like cheating on her mm-hmm. with someone that looked just like her. Yeah. Um. So because they have her na- she, her neighbor who she keeps running into in the forest, like saw him mm-hmm. with another woman that looked like her once. Yeah, I thought that was so creepy. Yeah, it was, it was really creepy. That looked li- just like her. I was like, oh god. Uh, but then it ends up being like he killed all of them. Yeah, I didn't like that either. And. <laughs> Like in a very uh, uh, graphic way, yeah. What's I'm spacing on which serial killer that is. If Lily is listening to this episode, she she'll be correcting <laughs> me so hard right now. Um, the clown one. Oh, Bundy. John Wayne Gacy. No, not John Wayne Gacy. I'll say Bundy. <laughs> um, just a bunch of bo- like bodies buried underneath like the house and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, so it's like a bunch of women that he killed. I'm like, okay, like what is this? And then it's like. Yeah. He's like, you're right, there is nothing afterwards. And mm. it's just like, okay. like It just really didn't pay off for me in a way mm. I, I wanted or expected. Yeah. It just kind of like keeps going, and there's not a whole lot of answers. And she's like, well, this was very atmospheric and cool, especially yeah. in the first half. But it was a little disappointing. I still enjoyed it. But. I think movies like that where like, it had such an intense buildup and like a mysterious premise that once the answers start being revealed, it becomes like less good. Yeah. But so I did you like the whole like perspective thing of like the creepy um, silhouette man in the end though because I really liked that. I didn't I didn't notice it in the water at the end, but I did like all the like the shadows and everything. Mm-hmm. That all that stuff was really cool. Yeah, I thought that was very well done. I was like, this looks like so practical shit. Like, it looks awesome. My letterbox review is oh. so engaging in the first half. The answer is given, leave me unsatisfied, but it's still worth the ride. Yeah. So I think it's still definitely worth seeing. I agree. Good to know. That's so funny. I can't believe you watched that too. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> well, I was going to bring up two things that I... Oh, go for it. What's new. Do yeah, it. go. Do it. 
Now I feel like we've been talking for a long time, though. No, we've only been talking for 20 minutes. Feels like one of the shorter times. Feels like one of the shorter. This Thor: The Dark World episode is gonna be like three hours long somehow. Oh my god! Even longer than Spider-Man. Don't any of it. I'm not going. No one will listen. No one will listen. That's me like trying trying to boost posts on Instagram and like doing the social media and like being like, oh, one person responded, cool. I need to share your franchise story more often. Post some funny memes. You don't have to. Yes, I already. I know I don't have to. I'm going to. I read Silver Surfer Black. Oh, I also got you that one. What'd you think? <laughs> you did. Uh, by Donnie Cates and Trad. Trad, Trad Moore. Moore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. It's, first of all, just like a really beautiful book to look at. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so colorful and cosmic, and it's very, you know, I haven't read a lot of those Ditko, like, early stuff, mm-hmm. uh, cosmic uh, Marvel mm-hmm. from the 60s and everything, but I just imagine that's what it's like. Like, and the like, ego, the living planets in it. Yeah, it's, and it's so trippy. <laughs> super and, like, colorful. And the book is like, almost like two feet tall mm-hmm. it's like a giant pamphlet that you open uh it's it's massive it's and a I, pretty sensational book and nice. i just imagine like reading it on marvel unlimited like which mm. it's available <coughs> on as opposed to like reading the book and i'm like oh yeah like having the physical thing really is like cool in a lot of ways yeah, it has a nice texture to the book as well doesn't it yeah mm-hmm. it does um nice. yeah i really liked it it's basically how silver surfer is it, I, it, the timeline was a little confusing because it is. he is cosmic. Yeah, but it's talking about when he first became Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. He was Norrin Rad, like this, like alien, you know, not alien to him. He <laughs> no. was, uh, and Galactus ate up his planet, as Galactus's want to do. And Silver Surfer just has to keep living his life, um, being like the herald of Galactus. Uh, and just seeing Galactus eat a bunch of different planets. Mm-hmm. One's like a warmongering planet. One is the saddest of all, a giant a planet, like a giant planet of only dogs. <laughs> so it's like really, it's like all it's Galactus is really a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, but then he tries to like break away from that and like become the light. <coughs> and then that's when the king of black, the king yeah, in the black. the king in black. You know this stuff a lot better than me. Yeah. Donny Cates really likes to tie in his like other work to his like whatever he's working on. Like uh, hey, even even right now, I'll, I'll you know I'll save it. Never mind for the for um, what's it called Thor Ragnarok because it makes more Ooh. sense for that. But even in his current work right now, he is both writing Thor and he is both writing Hulk. So mm. he ties those two together. Let's say for a little run, and it blends blends together seamlessly because the same dude's writing it. So he's like, and this is what I want to happen next between these two characters that I'm writing. Yeah, not to get too in the nitty gritty, but the King in Black is basically where the symbiotes are all from, like Venom and Carnage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've seen the Spider-Man movies uh, or Venom movies, let there, let there be Carnage. Be carnage. We let there be Carnage, and we saw what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. You didn't like <laughs> that joke? No, he the joke like was fine. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> it wasn't worth stopping the whole podcast <laughs> to bring up. Uh, so, yeah, it b- basically becomes a conflict between Silver Surfer and... The King in Black, the, that's his name, right? <laughs> I think he has an actual name, but yeah. I, I remember as the Imram as the King of Black. Fred. And he's ultimate darkness, Fred. and Silver Surfer kind of embodies ultimate lightness. Mm-hmm. And it just with his, uh, it deals with his inner dilemmas and like wanting to kill Galactus mm-hmm. because Galactus is in this like rebirth cube thing. Yeah, uh, it gets really. He's not in his classic form. He is in the beginning, but then he like it ha- has he gets to be hurt. rebirthed. Yeah, yeah. so. Oh, I see. It I, it's hard to like not get too 
granular with it, but mm-hmm. basically Silver Surfer decides he wants to kill Galactus so that people, like, planets and planets aren't killed, but ultimately becomes, uh, what's his name, the Watcher stops him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who kind of, like, never can interact <coughs> with people, but he's just basically saying lightness always has to have darkness. Like, it feels very, like, Star Wars in that way. Basically, inner conflict. Ultimately, it becomes inner conflict. Mm-hmm. Um he decides not to kill Galactus. He just sends them to the next planet he's meant to destroy. Mm-hmm. And he can't even fully destroy the King in Black because there needs to be darkness and lightness for worlds to regenerate and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just all part of a big ecosystem. Like and Donny Cates' Venom run isn't done yet. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, and that's also why. <laughs> but th- probably the thing that really like distills it, it's still a little long, but I wrote this down, but it just distills what the whole comic's about. Just your past cannot be changed, your shadow cannot be erased. You cannot defeat the dark, but you can find the light inside of you. When it is strong, protect it, keep it from harm, care for it, for it will be fragile. And then when it is strong, share it. Give it away, shine it down upon those still trapped in the shadows, and in time, perhaps the brilliance of your light will outshine, outshine the void within. Did you write that? No. Oh, so I was like, Tyler, that's very good. <laughs> No, Donny Cates wrote that. He's a very good writer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's, a li- it's a little long, uh, but yeah. But uh, Trad Moore's art's just beautiful to look at. Like, goddamn. Yeah, so basically it's about your only inner conflict. And, like, no matter how much you, like, fuck up in your life or, like, do dark things, like, I think ultimately anybody can be redeemed to a certain extent where, at least in terms of fiction. <laughs> in terms but of fiction. It just f- made me think of Darth Vader, too, because I always have Star Wars. Oh, yeah, I was about like, to say Darth Vader. It's like, yeah, Darth Vader's uh, murdered a lot of people, but he ultimately balanced out the Force. He broke that poor kid's neck. I mean, what kid? In uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> when he's trying to lure Obi-Wan out and he's killing all the villagers. Oh, right. He really just snaps somebody's neck as <laughs> he walks like, by. Yeah. <laughs> he does a lot of bad things, but mm-hmm. he ultimately balances the Force for good mm-hmm. until episode nine. <laughs> Some the dead speak. Vader's back somehow. So yeah, I highly recommend Silver Surfer Black. Um, Just it's beautiful to look at. It's very colorful, Mm -hmm. and it's a little morality tale, I guess. You know, it truly is. Do you assign voice actors to your the characters when you read comics, Uh, like me and Connery do? Not really, (laughs) because usually when I'm reading comics, I kind of read it faster than a book. Mm. Oh, I see. Like I just kind of skim. Yeah, kind of like kind of like to make it seem like a movie. Yeah. I yeah, feel like I'm much more so. much more vain than you are, Jacob, where I don't want to say voice <laughs> actors. I pick a part and then I play that character and I even read it aloud. Ah. <laughs> uh, well that's so I practice fun my too. Vo- I practice my own voice acting. Yeah. Were you yeah. ego the living planet? Um no, I believe I played the part of the King in Black. Oh, nice. okay. Mm-hmm. And then some Silver Surfer when the King in Black wasn't so prevalent. Yeah, I assigned voice actors. That's fun. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's probably as good. Uh, I also watched Terminator Genesis, but let's save that for another day. <laughs> I, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it at that. Also directed by Alan Taylor. Uh, oh, boy. Terminator Genesis is the father, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so He's sorry. He's actually the son. <laughs> Came out like two years later. It's like, oh, Thor the Dark World. Let's hire him for this, too. Oh, man. I mean, it's uh, there's there's background stuff, and I'm sure it's not. You yeah. know, I don't want to blame one filmmaker for <laughs> blame all. Blame one man. It's just like maybe the choices weren't great because, hey. Yes. We're talking about Thor of the Dark World now. Patty Jenkins was ri- originally hired to make this movie. Oh, that would have been so much better if she did. Correct. Yeah, she wanted to do things that 
they didn't agree with, and so she was like, okay, yeah, never mind. Uh, so Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct this movie, and then she quit because she felt like there was no way for her to succeed. Yep. <laughs> uh, and Natalie Portman was devastated that she left uh, and wanted to not be in the movie anymore, but well, couldn't leave her contract, or so mm, the story goes. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, all this stuff. Legend but says. <laughs> But, but it all makes sense. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> as we'll come to discover as we talk about this movie, she wasn't the only one disappointed with this film. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what are you guys' overall thoughts of this film? I think, uh, Connor, you'll do a quick one with you. And okay, sure. We have to ask Jacob his as I, marvelness. As I breathed in the ether of this film, <laughs> I was uh, greatly disappointed most of the time. Um, Malekith, I, I've only known him in... Um, Jason Aaron's version of Thor. Malekith, as, Malekith. The, as they say in this movie. I don't sorry. know if that's... No, you don't have to say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying in this movie, he says they say Malekith. Malekith. Okay, Malekith. Keith the Mallow. Yeah. Um, Bad Keith, as I <laughs> wrote in my notes. <laughs> Keith! Bad Keith. <laughs> Malekith, um, in, in the Jason Aaron's comic, is much more mischievous and, uh, and creepy than yeah. uh, Malekith is in this. He's less the stoic... I will destroy the universe. And we're like, I'm going to kill everyone <laughs> kind of vibe. That's more fun. Yeah, it's yeah. so much more yeah. fun. Yeah. He's terrifying. He even wields uh, all black the necro sword at one point, which the king in black wields. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. That's where supposedly it comes from. There's a whole like Thor arc with a, uh, I always thought that was funny. Jason Aaron and Donnie Cates kind of played with each other's toys in that one. I'm like, that's fun. Yeah. But anyway, so that's a very, the d- very different version of Malekith that I know about in the, Comics versus how he was displayed in Thor Dark World, where I was like, it's just very, very different. Where he's just like, oh, I'm very angry and very boring, and uh, I need that ether. Give me the ether. <laughs> he's a cardboard man. He truly is. <laughs> Even they burn up his face, I'm like, it, what, it doesn't Not matter. Enough. <laughs> Not enough. I, I need I need something else. Like, oh. Like, it was just so dumb. Got red stuff coming out of me now. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Christopher Eccleston, who is once a Doctor Who. I guess uh, once and always a Doctor Who. Is poor guy's just always good. playing villains. Well, besides Doctor Who. Uh, what else is he a villain in? He He's in Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to see that movie, actually. It's a really good Long Beach movie. <laughs> oh, there you Almost go. all of it's filmed in Long Beach. Love Nick Cage. And, uh, yeah, he's the villain in that. He's the villain in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Oh, is he Cobra? Oh. He's Destro. Oh, Destro. <laughs> Even better. Good. Perfect. He, he uh, apparently took this movie for money. Yes. Like that's reported. Yep. <laughs> also, he allegedly, Marvel didn't tell him how much makeup he had to wear for this uh, role. That's why he lot. looks mad all the time. I think he really did not have a good time making this. Uh, mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberpatch was uh, supposed to be... Malachi. His character originally, but he turned it down. Mm, makes sense, good. Uh, because he felt like there, w- he wanted to wait for a juicier role, and he did. I'm glad he did. <laughs> he got it. Boom. But he still did into darkness around the same time. So yeah, it's not. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah true. ultimately, um, I didn't like this movie very much. Um, <laughs> nothing I feel like important really happens in it. There's one scene I like, the big trick that Loki and Thor pull on Malachi. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the only part I like. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, Jacob, what, what did you think about? a little blurb about Thor Dark World and your Marvelness and the power you have within. Yes. You, this is our first Marvel movie with sure you that is. we're covering. Our chosen son. Yes. Marvel. He who would be king. Thanos' son. Hey, hey, hey. Devin. Thanos' <laughs> <laughs> <That's> son's <laughs> Devin. His, 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 uh, Devin. his catchphrase. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are the biggest Marvel fan, I think, of I- any of our friends. Anybody yes. that's been on this podcast, 
Could be disputed, but maybe I'm gonna say maybe it. Alyssa Simmons could yeah somehow be. That's okay. There's room for everybody. Yes, <laughs> there is maybe. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> Jacob, oh, no. keeper, forget the end. <laughs> Tyler's just going at everybody today. He's rabid. Uh, it's okay. You have the secret weapon against me. Um, Jacob, <laughs> oh, Jacob, what's your history with Marvel, MCU, and Thor: The Dark World? Well. With Marvel, it all started in the 90s with Blade. <laughs> with your birth. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave birth to me? <laughs> Blade. <laughs> he really kind of did in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Daywalker. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody only, Blade's era of superhero movies, was they were only seen as like action movies. It was the superhero genre was mostly, I'd say, born in... 2000, what, what year did X-Men come out? When X-Men came out, 2000, 2000 2001, mm. that's when I think the superhero genre was born officially, because you've got X-Men, Spider-Man, and all them. What happens if Frog was struck by lightning? The same thing that happens same everything else. Happens everything else. <laughs> Sorry, I should have let Jacob do it. No, I'm, it's I'm, fine. I'm doing I'm a bad job at I'm glad you took it, because <laughs> that's a Joss Whedon line. Thanks, Tyler. I didn't have to say it. It is a Joss Whedon line? It, yeah, that was one of his little contributions to that. Apparently, because he thought he was so clever. He thought he was clever for a really long time. <laughs> but he wasn't. <laughs> Arrested Development. But he wasn't. <laughs> but he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> all right, sorry. But, um, sorry. But yeah, no. So, you know, I'm loving all these Marvel movies. And then, you know, here comes some rumors. Oh, they're going to make an Iron Man movie. And I'm like, oh, my God, Iron Man. Because I loved Iron Man and ever since I was little. I can't even remember when I started liking him. I just know that when I was little, I loved robots, and there was oh. a, a superhero who was basically a robot, and I was like, him. I choose him. And so, yeah, I remember in, what, elementary school, middle school, when, like, the rumors were like, oh, yeah, there's going to be an Iron Man movie. Tom Cruise might be Iron Man. I'm like, <laughs> Tom Cruise? <laughs> and then I remember when I first heard that Robert Downey Jr. will be Iron Man. And then at the time, 12... 13-year-old Jacob, all he knew about Robert Downey Jr. was some like cheap jokes that were made about him in some adult animated shows that he wasn't supposed to be watching. Mm. And so I was like, isn't that guy like a drug addict or an alcoholic or something? He's going to be Iron Man? Oh, God. All you knew him from was less than zero. <laughs> <laughs> Never even saw it. And yeah, just, that's it. It's, you only knew it from Trailer Park Boys. Exactly. Trailer. He's in Trailer Park Boys? No, I don't know. <laughs> And then, you know, I see the trailer for Iron Man, and I'm like, holy crap, it's happening. And then, 2008, May 3rd, it was a Saturday, when my uncle and my brother, who was seven, mm-hmm. and then I was 14, and saw Iron Man, my life changed. <laughs> and you now identify as a billionaire playboy philanthropist. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> We're watching Iron Man, and we're watching Iron Man, and then the p- credits play, and I'm getting up to leave, and then my uncle's, my uncle Andrew, he's like, "No, wait, hold on," and I'm like, "Well, the movie ended, we're not gonna go," and he's like, "No, <sighs> just, just wait, just wait." I'm like, "Oh, okay," and then the post credit scene, I am Iron Man. You think you're the only superhero in the world, <gasps> Mr. Stark? You've entered a much bigger universe. You just don't know it. And I was like, what? Avengers? I knew the Avengers were, so I was pretty psyched about that. 
And then, yeah, just I was what started to watch. I was excited for Iron Man. And then uh, what? Incredible Hulk was really cool. I had a good time with that. Mm-hmm. And then all the rest of them were coming. I was enjoying Captain America. I enjoyed the first Thor. I did. And then I enjoyed Thor coming out. I have my gripes about that one, too. But I did enjoy Thor. I've always had an interest in Thor. I always thought he was cool. What date did you see Thor the Dark World? <laughs> You saw I, Iron Man on May 3rd. What day did you see <laughs> Thor the Dark World on? Jesus I Christ. saw Thor the Dark World <laughs> in November. I think it was the night after it came out, like the midnight showing. Oh, wow. For whatever reason. I don't Everyone know why. Was asleep. You were psyched. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was me, my mom, my cousin, Mikey. I don't know if you guys met him yet. Um, I think, yeah, Jared came too. And uh, yeah, we saw it. And. <laughs> I remember I was talking to Joseph about the movie, <laughs> and basically our the most accurate review we gave it was, it was there. It was there. <laughs> it just felt like it was just there. It was in the ether. It was in mm. the ether. And yeah, I I enjoyed Thor, and then, you know, my problem with Thor was there wasn't enough Thorness, and I just always wanted to see Thor be Thor. And this, from the trailers of this one, Oh, and this came out after the Avengers, too. Yes. So I was like, okay, cool, more Thor stuff, because Thor is really cool in the Avengers. And, yeah, and then I see it, and I'm like, yeah, there's cool stuff happening in it. The soldiers are cool. Natalie Portman is great. Chris Hemsworth is doing good. Um, Darby. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just, but, you know, I'm, I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, I'm not feeling anything that <laughs> all the other movies have been making me feel. Yeah. They're like nothing. It's just I'm feeling nothing. It's just <laughs> happening. Yeah. It looks like well polished. It the visuals I think are some of the best looking in the Marvel movies. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Another way of saying you're wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, none wh- of wh- it really do you works. Like, do you like that planet they're on? I do like the planet they're on at the end. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, do you like the gravity pockets? Uh, the, what the grenade thingies? No, the, uh, the grenade thingies are fun. I like those. But like, oh yeah, those are cool. I guess the whole thing with the convergence, with like the you push somebody through like an invisible thing and then they vanish somewhere else. I don't even. You don't even remember that? No. <laughs> 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 what are like the cruxes of the movie? Who was nope. the cinematographer? Uh. Oh my god! I just looked up You're something. Morgenthau. Somebody amazing, isn't it? I thought it was somebody that I knew better, but it's like Walter Morgenthau, hmm. Kramer Morgenthau, Kramer oh. Morgenthau. What else did he do? He's done a lot of stuff with Alan Taylor. Oh, nice. Did he do Terminator Genesis? Yes. Oh, you know, I do think Terminator Genesis looks pretty good, but is that the one with Christian Bale? No, that's Salvation. Oh, this is the one with. Queen of Dragons. Uh, oh, Clark. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also shot Chef Jacob. I like Chef. Chef's oh. good. Chef's a good movie. What about Burnt? Uh, well, I haven't seen Burnt. <laughs> Thanks but for that's joining us today, Connery. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'll see myself out. <laughs> that's Bradley Cooper, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, just... Uh, no, I'm glad you, you, you like the visuals. Even, like, for me, just the visuals... I do think it's really cool when he grabs the hammer like midair and flies with it. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, the visuals weren't even like like Eternals. I really like I think Eternals is one of the most beautiful Marvel movies. But yeah. I see the problem with the Eternals story structure and all that, but I don't everybody I don't think 
It's more so like it feels a little bit more tactile. Uh, that's the main point what? I have. It's like I Thor or I used to have like a hard take on this movie where it's like, oh, this mo- this is like the best looking Marvel movie. Oh. But now I'm just like, oh, I still think it it's one of the better looking ones. But yes. especially, I don't know, around like six, like 2016 to 20 now. <laughs> like 20 I don't know. Now. Like they've just gotten real mushy with like their their look. Like there's not a lot of like depth. There's so many green screens and everything. And I'm sure there's a lot of green screens here too. But just looking at some like the behind the scenes stuff, it's like, oh, they went and shot plates in Norway and then laid all the Asgardian towers over it and everything. It's just like, oh, well, at least there's something physical there. Yeah, that is um, cool. But just, I don't know. I, it just comes to mind, especially like Guardians, some of the, like Guardians 2 or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get too specific, but just some of them just feel really like there's a lot of color, but it feels mushy. Like it, there's not a lot of protein there. I get what you mean. Guardians Galaxy 2, one of my least favorite Marvel movies. <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember. You were in a very bad mood after that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Come back in 2032 when we cover Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Volume 3. Ah, it might be sooner than you think. Volume 3 is coming out and whatever. Yeah. And we all know we're state mandated to cover them now. Eh, sometimes. <laughs> we opened Pandora's box of Marvel. We truly sure have. did. The dark will creep in soon enough. <laughs> uh, what, are, what are our thoughts, Tyler? Yeah, basically that. Uh, yeah. I think it looks pretty good, but it's really, really boring and emotionally inert. <laughs> um, Especially when everything like <laughs> it's trying to do, there's like, like yeah. no point to. Like now. they're trying to reincorporate Natalie Portman because like, oh, we left her on Earth and in the Avengers. There's even a joke in the Avengers where it's like, oh, where's your girlfriend or something? I forget what the. I line. don't know. Like he just, and then they like get back together in this, and it's like I don't. I, them together just doesn't really work and i'm like i really hope they don't get back together in love and thunder because they shouldn't they're not yeah. together even in love and even in like the jason aaron's comics when love and when like that thing is happening like they're not a, they're not an item because <laughs> yeah. i there's even she see- dates the falcon oh, oh that's yeah. cool mm-hmm. nice um the I, I could see them together even yeah. in the mcu and stuff like that mm-hmm. like their personalities match each other better yeah in this Whenever she's talking to Thor about science and stuff like that, it's just like, dang, like it's one of those odd couple things. Mm-hmm. But because he's all, it's like he's a thinks, god and she she's thinks a he's hunky and like that's the basis of their relationship. <laughs> Which hey, that's fine. Yeah, for, but like it doesn't really pull you in emotionally, you mm-hmm. know. So I just don't think it works. Idris Elba doesn't get a lot to do. No, he doesn't. He <laughs> ju- he jumps on an invisible ship. That's pretty fun. That's about it. I can't find an enemy that I can't see. <sighs> Remember when they do Ocean's Eleven? They do Ocean's Eleven. With like the heist talk they do. Ooh, that, I remember seeing it in theaters and liking that part yeah. a lot. Yeah. But then seeing it this time, I was like glossing it over like another scene. So. Yeah, it felt very staticky to me where I was just like, this uh, this should be fun, but it's not. <laughs> Speaking of Idris Elba, he reportedly said he disliked working on this movie. <laughs> as the constant reshoots were exhausting and time consuming. Oh, and they had to do reshoots. He even retur- referred to working on this movie as torture. <laughs> <laughs> And Chris Hemsworth had to do his like really rigorous physical like workout routine. It looks like it. And that scene where he's doing like a sponge shower. I was like, this mm. dude's insanely ripped. I know. He looks even more ripped for Love and Thunder, honestly. Yeah. yeah. He had to keep like, like readjusting, readjusting his like workout because of the reshoots and everything. Oh, I'm like, man. oh god. And uh healthy. Yeah, there's there's more. I'll 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 pepper it in. <laughs> oh, there's more. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, is there What's your impression of this movie, Jacob? Like, based on like the overall of MCU, like, well, where is this? Not even just rank, 
but it's in like my bottom tier of Marvel movies because, like I said, it's it just I don't mind. Well, first of all, I like this more than Iron Man three. Mm, <laughs> wow, like because you a know, huge Iron Man fan. Exactly. Yeah. So like. There's still stuff I can enjoy. It's still fun. It's got its fun moments. Like, the fight scenes are cool. I am still seeing some cool Thor action-ish. Mm. Just the story is just, like, not doing anything for me. Um, like, that's why I feel like Thor Ragnarok is so loved because me and Joseph talked about this, too, where we're, like... Past and pending guest Joseph Horn. Past and pending guest Joseph oh. Horn. Where it's, like, he's a god... So they lean into all that crazy, like OP, um, out yeah. of this world. Like everything's, like everything's out of proportion because this is a god. So god problems. So let's mm-hmm. just make everything silly. Let's just lean into it. Yes, that's why Ragnarok works. And this one, Thor: The Dark World, you know, that's why I admire the first Thor movie because. They're trying to humble him, you know, by taking away the powers and everything and trying to make him somebody you care about and all that. Make him learn to walk again. Because that's was mm-hmm. something. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> this is something me and Connery have always talked about with super powerful God characters. It's just difficult to make. That's what they end up being boring because there's mm-hmm. there's no real way to, like, make you care about it's them. It's a lot easier to make Batman dynamic than yeah, exactly. Superman. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of people do have. I've seen just a lot of discourse on like you know Twitter and comic book things of people being like, "There's a way to make a good Superman movie. It's to make him like his really kind like Ultimate Boy Scout self." And I'm like, "Yes, I agree, but it all depends like the conflict of the movie and what is actually going on. Like, what is Superman going to do that's actually up to Superman's standards? Is he fighting Man, Man-, Man- Gog or not Man Gog? What's his name? Who's the creepy yellow guy who like runs that like Fight Club? Oh." Um. The Green Lantern guy? No, no. not a uh, Sinestro. Pa- not Parallax. <laughs> Mongrel. Mongrel. Yeah. Yeah, Mongrel. Yeah. Like that'd be fun. I'd I'd watch him do like maybe a Mongrel thing, but that's I don't know. Like alien stuff with Superman turns me off a little bit at the same time. Your instinct is to do a Lex Luthor thing, but Lex Luthor is just so easily thwarted. It, it's really hard. Doesn't um Tom King do something with Superman where he's going into space and everything? Yes, that one's really, really good because it's literally just him trying to find a missing girl and oh, going through all these like different trials and tribulations to like, get it. And that's why mm-hmm. that sounded appealing to me because mm-hmm. he's going into this grand story world but with a very grounded goal. Very simple, very kind yes. thing that he's doing. Then helping people and getting into really like super, like it's like in, internal battles where it's like... Right. You're in a boxing match, like, and against someone that's stronger than you. Why aren't you going down? Like, because I'm Superman, because yeah. I'll always be as strong as I need to be. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what they're going for with the first Thor movie, mm-hmm. where he's got, like, the internal struggle. He's trying to, like, be learn to walk again, you could say. Learn to walk again. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but they're still kind of, like, boring with it. And then this one, they're like, okay, the first one was boring. We'll try and put some of the, you know, the character stuff, but let's, you know, let's make him cool. He was amazing in Avengers. They want to see him do more of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what they did. And then there's all the Loki stuff, honestly, is the best things of the movie. But because, you know, it's Loki, Tom Hiddleston's yeah. a, a beast. You can tell there's such like a bump from his performance standards, especially just watching the Thor movies from like Thor oh, yeah. one yeah. to this, where he's like just fully realized who his character is. Oh, yeah. Even as like a different voice from like the first Thor movie. Right. Yeah. Even yeah, he's more papery in the first Thor movie, and especially in Avengers, he's mm-hmm. just the villain. 
Yeah. Uh, but he has a lot to chew on here. Mm-hmm. Like I always remember. He's this still very enjoyable in Avengers. For he me. is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I'm just saying he doesn't have a lot to do. He's, oh yeah. It's more about the Avengers. He's straight up just mm-hmm. the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But he, I like the scene that really stands out to me every. When I like think of this movie is when he has the illusion of being fine in his prison cell, mm-hmm. and then Thor's like, "You think mm-hmm. I don't see through this?" And he's just all like, "Yeah, he's everything's broken." And he's like, "I yeah. miss my mom." Yeah, exactly. which I guess he was just talking to his mom through his own illusion. No, that was her. She taught him magic so she can project her, herself oh. into the same place, oh, and so he it? just dispelled it. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive, because him like shouting at his own illusion of her is pretty deranged. Well, I'd believe it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense if it's his... Uh, yeah. If she's... Yeah, it's like you said, she taught him all the magic, so... Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... It, I think this movie's definitely like the low point in all the Thor movies mm-hmm. because they haven't figured out what really works, but... Uh, 2013 was a low point. Yeah, for Marvel. Yeah. Um, Funny enough, the year right Obama after... Obama was president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's two now. Let's That's take two that now, Connery. Bite. I'm taking the sound bite. <laughs> You're just building your leverage. <laughs> My favorite superhero is Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, no. Stop. I'm just making it worse. It was worse. a perfect phone <laughs> call. Tyler. Multiverse. Remember that? I love the fish deluxe at McDonald's. <laughs> what That's f- what it's called. <laughs> the fish deluxe. That's what he calls a fish filet. Or, uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what it's called. Fish. A filet of fish. Donald you. Trump calls it a fish, fish deluxe. deluxe. Yeah, he does. Oh it's not like he stacks God. like a, Mc, a like McDouble on it or something like that. It oh sounds like something that pig of a man would do. That's well, how you know he's a liar because he calls it a fish deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> what variant of Tyler is this? Uh, I hate it. <laughs> you hate it. Uh, when you said it was boring, I was gonna. S- uh, I had the perfect uh, segue, but now I'm say just it again. <laughs> yeah, say it again. It was boring. <laughs> Talk about boring. King Boar's in this. Yes, he is, and he doesn't really. He's just Odin's dad. He's got a big beard, and he's like. He to- he pulls a total Isildur move and just doesn't <laughs> blow up the ether. It's too powerful to destroy. Bury it deep. <laughs> King Bor, destroy Isildur's it. Air. No. <laughs> no. And then Odin's like a lot more of an a-hole in this, t- especially to mortals. I like it. It's yeah. very much more Odin, especially like that line I said for my opener. And be- the- Thor like, what's the difference between you and Malekith? Then he's like, the difference is I will win. I'm like, yeah. that is the most Odin thing you've ever said. Congratulations. Good writing. I also like it when he... <laughs> When he just shouts, your birthright. <laughs> like he really that's the T. It's, that's very Anthony Hopkins yeah. to me. <laughs> it is. But that's one thing that carries over to Thor Ragnarok that I do like, that whether it was intentional or not, mm-hmm. but just showing like that King Boar was fallible, and it shows that that Odin, as we'll find out in Ragnarok, is fallible. Like yeah. he makes he made mistakes too. In the first Thor movie, he's very it's almost like dad worship yeah, movie. He's, he's where he's like, yeah, and I'm like, this isn't Odin. Odin's a piece of shit. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but so yeah, uh I like some I like the dark elf designs. They're kind of fun. I love the masks and I like their little ninja suits. That's I think they look cool. They, they do you play look a shy cool. guy. <laughs> it's true, because I do play a shy guy. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like everybody looks cool. Like I like the Asgardian soldiers. I thought their like electric weapons were cool. Yeah, that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. I didn't know how I felt about that. Honestly, when it was happening, I was like, I was like, this. It looks cool, and at the same time, really turned off, and I don't know why. I, I feel like why not? 
Yeah. They're, they're an army for gods. So yeah, and like the thunder guy. And they whatever. got lasers on sailboats that fly. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'm, that's, let's do that. You got this, that's them having a good time. Like, and let's have their weapons be electric. Yeah. Okay, fine. I was like, that's easy enough. Sure, just add that's a little like electric tingly effect. One of the, the things that they threw on the wall that like I don't mind stuck. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, like Lady Sif is more in this, and like the Warriors. Like I like the scene a lot when they're at, at Vanaheim, mm-hmm. uh, fighting all the space pirates. I guess. Yeah, it's, it's Hogan's home realm. Uh-huh. Hulk Hogan. In, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the Warriors Three, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> with uh, Bone Saw from Spider Man. <laughs> Bone Saw is and, ready. And Andre the Giant. Nice. <laughs> These are the Warriors Three. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hemsworth's playing Hulk Hogan. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, are, they, are they still doing that? Is I think, he going to destroy his hair so. for the role? I hope. Is he going to open up Pasta Mania? <laughs> Probably. I hope so. Uh, He'll do good. Yeah, like I like that scene a lot when Thor <laughs> kills... Uh, Korg. 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 He kills Korg's dad. He kills Korg's <laughs> he kills dad. Because there's, uh, there's a joke in Ragnarok where Korg says like, Oh, my mom... My mom I'm not going to do his... His his uh, voice, but I almost did. Hey, here's more material to cut out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that'd be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, no, just Korg's uh, talks about his mom and how and his stepdad that doesn't and like they him. They got disintegrated or something. He just talks about how his mom's stepdad, her step, uh, his stepdad his doesn't stepdad. like him. It's like so. It's just assumed that <laughs> Thor killed his dad or obliterated his dad, <laughs> his, his like birth dad. Yeah, I accept your surrender. But I, I like the look of that. I like the in the beginning showing the nine worlds come together, aligning like that. Like yeah. that was a really cool visual. Um, yeah, I like that was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. the main cursed guy, the berserker. Yeah, the berserker guy. Oh, he looked like that's the predator. Great, that's a great yeah. actor. Yeah, played by Adewale Akinuye. Yes, thank Abaje. you for thank you for going for saying it. Yeah, I call him Mister Echo. Uh oh, from Lost. <laughs> from Lost. Oh okay. <laughs> Don't gotcha. wanna, I don't want to obliterate. I know who that is a little bit more now. Thank you. It's, he was his face was so obscured by a helmet and then like makeup. Yeah, even the first few scenes, I didn't even recognize who that was. Yeah. He's really not much in it. He's he, yeah. he's Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. Oh, uh, another movie where he's not done justice. Yeah. Nope. Uh, the first thing I probably saw him in was Mummy Returns because I yep. watched that movie a lot. <laughs> oh, mu- he is, uh, he is yeah. good in Mummy Returns. He is. I know great exactly in Mummy Returns. Then I'm like, I want to see him in a lot more blockbuster. Yep. Yeah, I like exactly. him a lot. He's really good in Mummy Returns. I love that guy. He's yeah. cool in the Born Identity, too. Mm. Apparently, he's in the first G.I. Joe movie. Oh, yeah. He's heavy duty. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Can't e- wait. An English accent for some reason. You're gonna be our only guest on our GI Joe franchise. I wouldn't mind a doubleheader with yeah. Jacob for that. <laughs> Don't forget Snake Eyes. All right, you oh, have to be there for there that. There you go. Did either of you see Snake Eyes? No, not yet. I saw it. I remember you not liking it. Is that correct? Well, he's here for Thor: The Dark World, so <laughs> he's here because he loves us. Jacob's tenth appearance has to be a big deal, though. Ooh. Clash of the Titans <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Uh, I don't know. Lady Sif has more to do a little bit. I like her a lot in this one. There's like one scene yes. in particular where Odin's like, hey, keep your eyes like here. And the Lady Sif is funny. She looks at Thor like, me? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Lady Sif. Yeah, no, she's cool in this one. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of implied that they're into each other, but then he gets back with Jane. And then Lady Sif just vanishes off the face of the earth. She really the last does. few years. She showed up in a couple of the Marvel shows. She shows up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a couple times. Yeah. 
Um, what else? There's a. Then she shows up in Loki. She's gonna be in Love and Thunder, isn't she? Yeah, uh, she's oh, coming back. I wouldn't mind seeing her again. Nice. Good. Um, uh, this movie, but also. Oh, and she had to do her show. Yeah. Uh, blinds. Blind. Blindsided. Blindsided. It's not blind <laughs> spotting. It's like blind spot. Yeah, blind spotting something else. Show. Yeah, blind spot, mm. which oh. had five seasons. I think it's. Wow, five seasons. Yeah, so she was doing that. That's a successful show. Yeah, yeah it went till mm-hmm. 2020. Nice. Um, on that show, she got injured a lot. Oh, no. And on Thor The Dark World, she got injured. Uh, to her in London, she said, it was raining, it was dark outside, it was like five in the morning, and I went down a metal staircase and <laughs> slipped and slipped a disc in my thoracic spine and chipped 11 of my vertebrae. Oh, God. I na- knocked my left shoulder out of place and tore my rhomboid on my right side. It took me out of filming for a month. Oh, my God. That's horrible. So just uh, adding... What kind of trip was that? <laughs> it's not a Damn. Goal. Whoop. Ba, 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 ba. It was, God. yeah, raining and metal and I don't yeah. know. But, corners. Uh, yeah, you know, just more <laughs> stories corners. behind the scenes of Thor the Dark World. <laughs> Everybody loved working on it. The torture of Thor the Dark World. <laughs> I think that's four actors so far. Yeah, four oh, actors. Also, uh, Alan Taylor made Ottawale do all of his own stunts because he thought nobody, like none of the stuntmen could do it as well as him. So oh, okay. nice. I mean, that's one way. It's like, oh, maybe it looks better, but it's also putting the actor more at risk. Yeah. So true. But he was just in like a big suit, wasn't he? There was, seems like a lot of padding there anyway. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I don't know. He looked like the Predator. He, in there. <laughs> he looked like the Predator. Yeah, his... His armor's cool, but he just kind of becomes a nameless <laughs> or a faceless character. Yeah, he yeah, becomes exactly. the muscle where it's like, oh, yeah, I, exactly. I liked him more than Malekith in this. <laughs> How yeah. he kills Loki, quote unquote, is really silly. <laughs> oh, he jams him into his impaled story. Like, basically, yeah. does like the hug death, which I always enjoy. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. With one L. Yes, one L. Guardian Hill. I'll see you in Hella. Hella, yeah. All right, Chris Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. I love Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> I, I forgot he was in this, and I was so happy to see him. And I was like, "You deserve better, Chris O'Dowd." He's the forgotten Chris in the MCU. Yeah, that's <laughs> Truly, true. that's true. That'd be great if he shows up in Love and Thunder. I would like if he, yeah, I would like if he just came back as a superhero because I like Chris O'Dowd a lot. Yeah, he's awesome. He's funny. Uh, I don't know. As far as I know, there's no other Irish uh, superheroes in the MCU so far. No, yeah, I can't think of any. <laughs> no, he's a funny guy. Is there anything else see either bass. of you like? Besides the sea bass. I enjoyed the sea bass. It is one of my favorite fish to have. Tyler, you should try sea bass. It's very good. Chilean sea bass? Yes. It's very, very good. There was some other name for that fish, actually, it turns out, but it was like a really weird name. (laughs) What? Uh, Nobody cares. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Jacob's Jacob's eyes were closed. (laughs) I was going to teach everyone how to make Chilean sea bass, but... Fuck off. No, I'm done. No, tell everybody. No, no, I'm done. How do you cook it? Well, you should first sear it in a pan with like butter and and olive oil, you know, sear it up. Then you put it in the oven for actually a surprisingly short amount of time, like maybe like um, 10, 12 minutes, something like that, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe like Mm -hmm. 350 degrees. Then you take it out and you eat it up and it's really, really good. It's very buttery. Super good. One, two, three. Easy as one, two, three. Season with salt and pepper as well, or your, your spices of choosing. Mm. Use tartar sauce. It actually tastes pretty good with tartar sauce. Although I think it, like the fish is a very um, unique special flavor, so I feel like the tartar sauce maybe might be a little overpowering. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Tartar sauce is always overpowering. I have had it with sauce though, but the sauce like was like really an enhancement of the flavor more so. Which gotcha. I'm, like, it's very very good. You need to put like cooking 
instructional music under this. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see what I have on file. Uh, Anyways, what more do we like? Yes, we must continue because human lives are fleeting. They're nothing. That's why we're covering this movie right now. Oh, my God. Thor's out there swinging his hammer and everything. Oh, my God. Oh, who says that? One of the random bystanders. When Nally Portman says, you have to get out of here. <laughs> Thor's out there swinging his hammer and everything. Who's dork? All right. Um, what, what's one thing you like, Jacob? She wouldn't want in, us to fight. We're in therapy right now. What's one thing you liked about <laughs> Thor? Or you take him Thor's down. like sitting across the couch from us. Our marriage has been struggling for years now. <laughs> she wouldn't want us to fight. Well, she wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I like that yeah, line. That was, that was, was cute. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like Connery, what did you like? <laughs> I like that Loki doesn't understand why <laughs> why he was in the prison cell in the boat scene. <laughs> he was like, well, then why was I was like, who put me in this? I was like, are you kidding me? You did that. It's like, it's your fault. <laughs> you killed hundreds of people, dude. Of course you're in a prison cell. You're like, you're not dead. You were committing mass genocide, sir. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, mm. <laughs> but oh, actually something I like. It was funny when everybody kept, if you betray him, I'll kill you. If you betray him, I'll, let me guess, kill me? Evidently there will be a line. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked also, uh, I, uh, pretty much a lot of the Tom Hiddleston stuff I really liked. Yeah. I, I liked when he's like just outside of his cell, and he's like transforming, and he's walking around be like, I'm Captain America okay. now. And he's like, ooh, this costume, it's so tight. Patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it when Thor and Loki team up. They're probably like my two, one of my, maybe my two favorite heroes to like team up just yeah. because they have like that sibling uh, animosity and love. <laughs> yeah, it's like they love each other, but like just can't stand being together yeah. for too long. I don't know two of us which can actually fly. <laughs> <laughs> and their abilities are like inverses of each other, yeah. which is really great. Um, so it's almost like, yeah, they make each other better in a lot of ways, even mm. though Loki's always trying to deceive Thor. Yeah, if they just work together, they'd be unstoppable. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I like them way better than Captain America and Bucky or something. Yeah. You know? Because they're more like equals, and Bucky's like a weird child soldier. They're both basically the same person, almost. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man and Rhodey are pretty fun together. I like yeah. Iron Man and Hulk better. Mm. Do they really, really talk that much? In Avengers, yeah. But like, he says Hulk uh, outside of like Bruce Banner. Like, does oh, well. does him and the Hulk ever like chill and talk? They have a massive fight in Avengers too. <laughs> <laughs> That's in right. Endgame, they're interacting times i guess so yeah but I, I mean like the big like hulk monster well, i mean that's the big hulk monster all we get is him and thor and ragnarok they have a good relationship i like their relationship and even then he's like hulk raging fire <laughs> oh, strongest avenger <laughs> strongest zachary levi is in this as fandrel this time he was oh, the original choice yeah. the original mm -hmm. actor couldn't do it because of the commitments Mm -hmm. And it's kind of I didn't know him who in that, this. I didn't know who that other actor was anyway. Apparently, it was from Once Upon a Time or yeah. something. And uh, good for him. I didn't know who Zachary Levi was at the time, but I just know him from Shazam now. So like looking at him being yep. Fandral, I'm like, oh, this is weird because like he's so like goofy and childish in in uh, Shazam. I knew him from uh, Chuck. So yeah. Oh right, I remember I Chuck. Like, What's he doing here? <laughs> but I like him a lot in, in Shazam. He is yeah. good in Shazam. Chris Hemsworth grew out his hair. For this movie, it's Ooh, not a wig this time. I remember hair. that being in the news. It looks real. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't bleach his eyebrows. He used real Oh, hair. right. That is important. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. Because he looks so weird in the first one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kenneth Branagh turned down directing this movie because he felt like there wasn't enough time in pre-production. So, hey, 
well, another there person. There you go. Yeah. It's like a no no. Yeah. He could have he could have done some good stuff. Do you guys feel like the last fight goes on for way too long? I don't even yes. well I thought it ended <laughs> on that planet and then it's like, oh no, they're in England again. Yeah, and then they go back to the planet. I don't I don't even <laughs> I don't even know what happens in that. My problem wasn't that it dragged. I don't even think it dragged, really. I'm just like, let me just enjoy what I can enjoy from this. Yeah. Because I'm not entirely sure how he defeated him. Um, He defeated him by poking him with gravity sticks. Yeah, and apparently. And they teleported his different parts of his body to different parts of the world. And then he got blown up by a grenade or smashed by and then he's his cr- ship. He's crushed by the ship, yeah. yeah. Oh, how he dies from the grenade looks cool, though. It does, yeah. It, it looks like it's something out of a Doom like Doom Eternal or something it like really that. It really does. Like, like, crushed into your own body. Yeah, like I see like a demon just getting stuck in me, like, yeah. <laughs> gore flying everywhere. Yeah. For how the Berserker dies? Is that, oh, is that how the, is that the Berserker? The Berserker yeah, that's how the Berserker Yeah, yeah because he, Loki sets off the grenade. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that that's was really cool. cool. That was cool, yeah. But I remember when they had those, and they were just tossing out even the Asgardians, when they were just getting, like, poked in, not having a big fiery explosion around them. I was like, oh, this yeah. is great. It's such a scary weapon. It's honestly, yeah. like, the most gruesome death until Doctor Strange 2, Yeah, I think. <laughs> Which death in Doctor Strange 2? Just, like, all There's of a lot. All, all the Illuminati. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they all get intense. That was crazy. (laughs) A better Marvel movie. Yes, I enjoyed it more than this one, yeah. But, um... (laughs) I just... I'm just going to appreciate this movie for having more Dr. Eric Zelvig scenes. My uh, favorite MCU character. Can Uh, I have my shoe back? (laughs) I was was laughing really really hard when he's running around Stonehenge naked <laughs> cuz I'm like selling you freak we With love you and you know he was really naked yeah no that's <laughs> the thing I'm like yeah. I bet he like requested to actually be naked I should like, do it actually naked you know <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would really help and he put uh, dancing queen underneath that whole sequence <laughs> <laughs> oh we need to do it on a tiktok <laughs> yes there nice. you go there it is uh, cuz I love him in mamma mia He's very good in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. He's fantastic. He's very menacing. Sail away, sail yeah. away, sail away. It gives me a hard on. <laughs> he's just one of my favorite actors. He's a very good actor. I'm glad he's going to be in Andor. Oh, yes? Yeah. You guys oh, still haven't seen the trailer for Andor? No, I, I haven't have. watched it yet. Oh, yeah, watch it. All right. I'll, I'll, s- I'll send it to you. Oh, please do. I will. There's some soft marimba music that I don't like. Uh, some what? Real granular here. Mm-hmm. The kids at the place where all the gravity's working weird. Yeah. Gives me like weird chappy vibes for some reason. <laughs> That's specific. Yeah. I don't have any uh, like other general notes. They only have think. PS3s during this time. I don't think they have PS4s yet. No, they didn't. Yeah, it was 2013. They yeah. came out like the next year, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> the reverence for no one. <laughs> the um, reverence for no one. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 uh, Jane Foster travels through like the Bifrost thing with Thor is should be majestic and cool, but it's mostly just boring. Yeah, she's like, uh, we should do that again. I'm like, really? Didn't like anything happened. Yeah, it looks like you just like walked somewhere. It looked like pretty you, lights around you. Looks like you kind of rappelled up an escalator. I, just, <laughs> I like the vibe of the dark elves and like the red lighting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything, but just they're just kind of don't have a lot going on. Yeah, mm. faceless goons. Yeah. Just uh, expendable henchmen. Mm-hmm. And their masks are so cool. They are. They are. 
I wrote in my notes, oh no, it's Loki on the throne. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. No, Loki's on the throne. And then Who you cares? know what and then you know what sucks? <laughs> they end with Loki there and then we don't see what happens for like four years. Yeah. That's how sequels work. Yeah. That's how sequels not, work. Not usually that maybe three years. Gotham's going to be flooded for, like th- flooded for like three years. Isn't it weird that mm. Jurassic World came out nine years ago? It did? Jurassic World eight did years not ago. come out eight nine, years ago. Eight years ago? Yeah. No. Yes. Eight years ago. Yeah. Wow. Eight years ago. 2015. Wait. I guess that's why Chris Pratt looks so young in it. Uh, is there anything <laughs> either of you want to say about this movie? <laughs> wrap it up to its face yeah <laughs> to its face uh you said it ranks near the bottom for you jacob what's the impact of this movie on you mm. the impact of this movie on me is i don't mind watching it when i do my mcu marathons because this is a chapter in the story that is worth watching for the sake of the entire story i guess just in that it comes back in end game or what Sure, you know, <laughs> but you know it's because you, know, you know Jane's there and Thor loves Jane and Loki. He thinks he dies and Loki's like messing around on Asgard. Uh, you, you have to watch. You kind of have to watch Thor: The Dark World to appreciate Thor Ragnarok. So yeah, you have to watch both of them, Thor and Thor: The Dark World. It's like saying you have to see Suicide Squad to enjoy the Suicide Squad. I mean, Absolutely. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should like you really appreciate like. <laughs> Really appreciate what they go. let yeah no like to let to really appreciate like the studio letting a director do what he wants compared to yeah. making the director do all these parameters mm-hmm. but um yeah just i don't mind thor the dark world it just doesn't leave a huge impression on me not like thor ragnarok does that's okay i think thor forgives you he better yeah <laughs> I like Thor the Dark World more than Iron Man 3. So That's a very <laughs> high compliment. You know what? That's progress. It's progress. <laughs> we can work with that. Hmm? And how about you guys? Connery? This is a movie that I often forget about, I think. <laughs> it's, it's something that... You only saw it twice. I only, I've only <laughs> seen it once in theaters, and this is my second time ever watching it. It's something I remember happening. I remember watching Endgame and them doing that sequence. And I'd be like, what's happening? I'm like, oh, yeah, right. They had that weird red blob that was in Thor, Dark World, whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> if you've never seen it before, maybe watch it for the sake of being a completionist. But yeah, even if you missed it, I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I think it's a completely missable film. I think you're not better or worse off for experience it or not so it's very much a potato movie wow yeah potato movie potato, potato. Movie. what does that mean before you offend turin it means it just it just kind of sits there it, it's this really just like it's not mashed potatoes it's not a baked potato to me this is just like a potato where i'm like it doesn't know what it wants to be it just kind of sits there and is like i exist and i'm going to take up space and you forget about it and it grows roots in your pantry and then you throw it away because it looks nasty so that's my analogy for thor dark world indubitably you can put that in the back of the dvd tyler <laughs> this movie is like an old potato with all the roots growing out and you mm-hmm. shouldn't eat it yeah i would love a concept art book of this movie i yes. think the designs for everything at like their creation mm-hmm. 
would be really cool to look at. That one was picturing um, like the fight with like the boats. I was like, this probably is really pretty concept art. Yeah, like I'd love mm-hmm. to see the concept sure. art of this movie. Maybe there's a book out there that I don't know about, but probably Barnes oh, yeah, and Noble no, somewhere. They, they sell MCU concept art books, okay. so I'm sure there's definitely some in there. at Disneyland for like hundred and two dollars. Probably, and that's probably like a cheap one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'd love to like I like the designs in this movie. Mm. Uh, it's funny how this, the next two movies, like Asgard doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Cause they're like, yeah, this is kind of boring and stinks, I guess. Let's like, blow it up. Shoot, man. We'll Asgard get gets done dirty. Uh, Renee Russo, I think is a great actor. I really like her in Nightcrawler. Um, <laughs> yes. She's good in these movies. She doesn't get much to do. I know. When she dies, she kind of there. Everyone's just sad. I'm like, all right, we didn't really get to see her character. So I'm glad that she does come back in Endgame. Yes. Yeah. Like just her her in Endgame has way more substance than her in the first Thor and her in this one. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. She has a little more tough substance in Thor because she has more screen time. And then there's this one. And Alice Krieg, who plays the board queen in Star Trek. Uh-huh. And we last talked about her when I watched Dinotopia. <laughs> right. <laughs> she, yes. she, she plays one of the nurses in this. And I'm like, hey, cool. She is a role. It's just one of those actors that are like in the background. I'm like, I'm glad she's got work. I like her a lot as an actor. Yeah, uh, yeah that's about it. Oh, nice. yeah. I was looking up the writers of this one. It was S- Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Those are the MCU's Wonder Boys. They're a couple of the writers on this one. Okay, cool. Yeah, they wrote Endgame and Infinity War. Wow. They kicked up their game. It's really to funny, the end. these guys. Yeah. They... They wrote Thor the Dark World. Did they write Iron Man? No, Shane Black. They wrote Thor the Dark World. They wrote like some of the best MCU movies. Well, mo- regarded best. Yeah. Like they the wrote Captain th- America movies. Yeah, they wrote all three Captain America movies. Oh, yeah. Thor the Dark World and the Avengers. Uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Well, yeah. Which was a good call because um, when Joss Whedon wrote Avengers 2 on his own, it was driving him crazy. But that's his hubris. It was driving him, him crazy, or was he? He's on psyche. He was going crazy that. because he had all these standards he had to meet. He had to create a good story, and then he had to incorporate all this stuff, all this setup for all the future movies, and, and then the little women. Yeah, find some way to yeah. allegedly <laughs> threaten actors. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I do. F- I I guess I c- I don't mind saying here that I do find it odd that you know all these people are coming forward with how problematic this guy was. But I'm not hearing anything from any of the Marvel actors. That's yeah. that's bothered me. But hey, they all stood up for Chris Pratt when he was the worst <sighs> Chris. But also, none of them spoke out when uh, Scarlett Johansson was going through her. Yep. Uh, yeah. How much like she was getting paid? Certainly what's says going on? something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like what the heck? So she goes, "I hate Chris Pratt." <laughs> wow. I'll say it again in Jurassic World and <laughs> wow. Jurassic Fallen Kingdom and Jurassic Dominion. I can't stand him. You know, I don't mind him actually now <laughs> oh in the Jurassic God. movies. I'm just like, we'll we'll talk about it in the yeah. past. In the past. <laughs> in the past. God, we are days of future past. <laughs> yeah, that's all I had to say about this movie. Let's mm-hmm. get out of here. Okay. Well, you guys want to know my Thor ranking? Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. I'll tell you my Thor ranking, and then I'll tell you where it And then, and then you'll tell us your entire MCU <laughs> ranking? <laughs> no, not my entire, while. just where it stands in the MCU ranking. So for the Thor ranking, I do Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and then Thor, mm-hmm. and then Dark World. 
Whoa. And then where the Dark World stands in my MCU ranking, it is at number 27 out of out of 28. And you Ooh. can guess what 28 Uh-oh. is. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man 3. Yep. Oof. Ghost so. Rider 2. Ghost Rider <laughs> 2. Is that the one where it's like an old cowboy riding a skeleton fire horse? No, that's uh, the first one, Ghost okay. Rider. That one's pretty sick. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is just all kinds of crack. Wait, where's and Idris Elba's in it? Where's yeah. uh, what's Thor one then in your rankings? Do you have it or no? Be I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Just kidding. Didn't need to sneeze. Um, Not COVID. <laughs> Took a test literally just today. Yes, uh, Thor the first one stands at number twenty-five, so still like in my bottom tier, but higher. It's um, twenty-six then. 26 is... Uh, no, let's just go from the beginning, <laughs> Jacob. Let's just do this. No, 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 no. Let's do it. Go through, if you come go on, through it right fast, oh. we'll do it. Yeah, come on, do it. Okay, you got fine. the list, right? I got it right Start here. from the bottom and go up. Starting from the bottom. Ooh, now we, we should, here? We should, right. yeah. Let's go. We got time. Yeah, right. It's, it's dark an hour and a half. Dun, 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 Number 28, <laughs> Iron Man 3. Number 27, Thor, The Dark World. Number 26, The Incredible Hulk. Number 25, Thor. A movie Thor. you said you enjoyed. <laughs> I did. I did. I do enjoy all of these to an extent. Number 24, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 23, Doctor Strange. Number 22, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 21, Ant-Man. Number 20, wow. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. What? Number 19, <laughs> Captain America, the First Avenger. Number 18, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 17, Eternals. Number 16, Captain Marvel. Number 15, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Number 14, <laughs> Black God. Widow. Number 13, Iron Man 2. Number 12, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 11, Avengers, Age of Ultron. Going into my top 10 MCU really? films. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you put this on really low, it's going to ASMR you to sleep. <laughs> oh, man. Number 10, Black Panther. Number 9, Thor Ragnarok. Number 8, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Wow, you thought that was number better than Black Panther? <laughs> number 7, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number 6, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. My top five MCU films. <laughs> Five, Captain America, Civil War. Four, The Avengers. Three, Avengers Infinity War. Mm. Two, Avengers Endgame. And number one, Iron Man. So I have particular (laughs) tastes. Yes, you do. (laughs) We all do. Yeah. Uh, I like Ant-Man a lot more than you do. (laughs) (laughs) I like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness a lot more than you do. Yeah, that's just how it goes. In Homecoming, I like a lot more, too. Mm. It's fair. It's fine. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You're both wrong and I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it works. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Since it's my podcast, <laughs> your new empire. <laughs> <laughs> I love how perplexed Obi-Wan is when, when he's like, your new, new empire. empire. He's like, you stupid kid. <laughs> Anakin, the Chancellor is evil. Like, what if you the Jedi are evil? Well, then you are lost. My opinion, this is the dark world. <laughs> From my point of view, Asgard is the dark world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fudge. <laughs> Jacob 
Garcia, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us today, covering Thor The Dark World. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. Truly. It was truly an honor. Brother! 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 Do you have anything to plug before we go? Uh, yeah, go ahead and follow me on my socials, mm-hmm. at AJ Padster. You can follow my uh, toy photography page, which I've been trying to update. <laughs> I got a couple ideas that I really want to do, and I need to freaking do them already. But uh, yeah, it's wa- at Wide-Eyed Wanderer 63 on uh, Instagram. Yeah, they're really cool. You did a Darth Vader one not too long ago. That was really cool. That one was good, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I want to freaking post something, and Obi-Wan's coming up, and I got this badass Darth Vader figure, so I uh, got this TV. I want to <laughs> shoot photos of action figures with you. Yes, we should. We'll do it. Oh, my God. I smell a collaboration. Do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jacob X. AJ Padster X. Tiami Vice. <laughs> nice. Presents. Sponsored post. Sponsored post. There's a third snake. Neon Apothecary. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's a reference for no one. Yep. Oh, come on. Just for this table. Come on. Also follow at Neon Apothecary. He hasn't updated in a while, but it's fine. There's still some good stuff on there. Where else are you going to see Darth Vader fighting Sauron? Hell yeah. yeah. That's the event of the season right there. Oh, it is. Connor, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice, you'll enjoy tabletop role-playing games. You probably check out Starship Impala. It's actually a role-playing game podcast where me and Jacob and, I uh, guess, three other amazing friends play the Starfinder game. Where you guess? <laughs> what? You I guess they're amazing? You guess they're amazing friends? And I was just counting where I was like... You guess they're amazing? <laughs> oh, I hate you so much this episode. <laughs> but I am everyone, think- they're all amazing at the table, yes. Heck yeah, I'm thinking of giving it an old re-listen. Yeah, I was going to say, like I said, I found it funny watching a Nighthouse where I was like, eh, it's the nothing. I did that for Jacob. <laughs> Let me say this. You will uh, spend your time more wisely listening to Starfinder podcasts than you will watching Thor Dark World. Yes, thank you. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Tyler, what about you? Follow me at Tiny Vice on Instagram for any photo shoots I've been doing. Uh, follow us at Franchise Pod on all Woo! social medias. Please like and subscribe. It'll help us. You'll get every new episode. <gasps> You're if you really? like subscribe. I every don't know, new episode? I don't know if you know how oh podcasts my God. work. <laughs> but you'll get a new episode every single week because you know what? I We have not. <laughs> I said I and then I said we. I, I found the Gelfling. <laughs> we have posted a new episode every week since our creation. We literally have not missed a week. We should probably take Thanksgiving off or something. But we don't, damn it. <laughs> We it's even posted great. one on Christmas one it's, year, I believe. It's great nice. for our mental health. You know what episode's coming out for Christmas this year? No, what? Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Ah, brilliant. Oh, Merry good. Christmas. Good. <laughs> Sam Worthington's back in the saddle. Uh, Lord that, knows we can't cover Jim Carrey's Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> that could be my number 10. Ooh, <laughs> Do you want to go Jim Carrey's Grinch? Good. Yeah, okay, nice. Christmas gift. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, please give us five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. It'll help us to grow the show. Mm-hmm. Leave a little review if you like what you're listening to. If you don't, uh, you can email us. We'll, we'll make improvements, but don't yeah. give us uh, zero stars. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's Five stars only. That's actively hurting us. Thank you to Nick Viverka for our music and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. And until next time, two down, two to go. Uh, yeah. To paraphrase the collector. He never even got Doesn't he say credits. one down, five to go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two down, two to go. We don't even see the Infinity Stones for like three years. <laughs> One down, five.
five to go. Benicio del Toro plays my favorite Marvel character, my favorite Star Wars character, my favorite. He's quite prolific. every character. He plays my favorite Latino hitman character. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> Sicario. Ooh, can't wait to cover the Sicario movies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I saw them with Jake, and we were like, that was some of the raddest shit we've ever seen in our lives. And then two, I was like, I have no interest in watching this. <laughs> it ended. I just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> One day we'll all have our own Day of the Soldado. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>